Ah, 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 we know the vibes, we know the vibes. Episode 147 on the way. Hope you're doing sure. great. Hope you're doing great. Hold on, we got to get the vibes right, man. As soon as we get to my little sample of... You're now live. You're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ. You already know what's going on, man. Episode 147 on the way. Yours truly, Will's in the building, a.k.a. in the building. A couple days ago, we finally reached the one-year mark of the untimely passing of this young legend, New York misses this dude every day, man. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. Pop, we gotta do this tribute for Pop. It's only right. Hold on. Hey. You're now live. You're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ. Before this sauna, I stay in drip, all in designer. Shorty up, why would you wife her? Yeah, she talk hot, I send Twix a liner. I dare you, move hot. They know my body, two chops. Huh? Favi, soak in your block for an hour. Money, power, two frost, sours. You sweet, flowers. Oh, you ain't blow, coward. Ah, shit. to your face if you look at my guys. Pop smoke, one-on-one, headshot, one and done. Slow passion, beat him up. Dragon, dribble up, in the puff, 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 pass him, pass him, pass him, pass him, pass him, on his head, tag him. Oh, 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 all this oh, aggression and fashion, fashion, it's looking good in all this fashion. Showing off, all of my showing off. You're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ. I took a going off, you don't tell me falling off. Nah, I'm going off. Ah, shit. Hey, all of my showing off. Roll another one. <laughs> Get into a transition game strong for pop. Come on, man. Ah, 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 Oh, 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 oh my god! Wait, 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 wait,
that shit come out, they gonna say, yo, this thing crazy, man. Shorty go jogging every morning. And she make me breakfast almost every morning. And she take a nigga pic before she leave the door. I be waking up the pics before a nigga on it. And every weekend, my shorty coming over. Shorty can fend the out, but she like fashion over. You're now live in, you're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ. You please, we about to get it. Oh, oh my god, off them it's just you and me. You know what I be on. I'm about to go wrong because I like what I see. Look, baby, long live the woo. That's a fact, big woo. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of the Four Side Podcast. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, and it's your boy Will. Yo, what's up? It's A to the Kizzo. Hope all is well with everybody, man. This is episode 147 of the podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media at the Four Side Company. Visit the official website, foursideny.com. You already know you can find us on the streaming platforms, too, for your musical needs. Four side music, just look us up. We got you covered. Um, thank you guys so much for listening from the multi time listener to the last time listener to even the first time listener. We greatly appreciate you. We love you and all of that good jazz. Fellas, how was your week? Yesterday we had the chance to link for a very fun concept that we have been working on. The folks will learn more about that in a bit. But how was your week prior to yesterday? Man, my week was good. Honestly, I'm just excited for tomorrow, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, Pepsi, man. What what you say, Wells? Blues Brothers? Blues Brothers. <laughs> I'm with that. Love it. Now, about week, my week was okay. Um, I've been trying to be a little bit productive mm. with my current situation. So, that's I mean, right. And, you, and we know we're going to get it. We know you're going to yeah. get it. Hey, like we told you, bro, this is a perfect time for just reflection all across the board. So as long as you're doing that, you know what I'm saying, getting you swole on, yes, taking sir. care of the kid, you Gucci. You straight. Mm-hmm. Gucci, you straight. I can't complain about myself. Another busy, productive week by the grace of God and, and, and Allah and then all the other gods people believe in. Uh, we got a very good show today. This week was extremely dry, but I think from the topics we do have on deck, uh, we should, ha- we should have a- another good quality show. Um, as we've been doing throughout this Black History Month, even though this is the last week of Black History Month, I think this part of the show, us shouting out people, we're going to keep that in the show. Whether it's, of course, our beautiful black people, to other people of color, to just anybody, if we see you working, and you're doing our and you're doing your thing in our culture, oh much more. We're gonna make this into a thing to shout out folks that we've been seeing work. So of course, I gotta give credit once again to the Stay Busy Podcast for putting me onto this idea because they have been doing it on their show and it's always fire. So I say, you know what? We gotta do it on the Four Side Podcast too. And I know to kick it off uh, this week. I want to shout out all of the lovely black 
PR specialist that I know, especially in music, PR being short for public relations. And honestly, all of them I know personally happen to be women. So I know off the top of my head, I want to give a huge shout out to PQ Chanel, to um, Sharon Mills. Um, sorry if I botched your name, but I, I we've worked together before in a couple of events. Uh, Hadid, Hadid uh, Abi. From at uh, from a hands again. I, I apologize if I botched your name, but she's really dope. Salute to all of them, man. Salute to all the other lovely black PR specialists I've seen do their thing for big brands, for all sorts of talent. Y'all been cooking up, y'all been elevating, and I love to see it. And of course, I'm grateful for what you may have done for me personally, or whenever I came to you, or when you came to me for something that was going to be beneficial for Forsyth. So salute to all the dope. Black PR specialists, including those that I named just now. What about you guys? Um, <clears throat> all right, so I got a thing. I actually got I got two people. Um, we, we kind of worked with them before. Um, first one up, Peter J, for Project Ninety Six. Um, Thanks. like just shout out to him. Shout out to everything he's been doing with uh this bit is known just this brand, but it's his platform too. Um, I really I truly appreciate it. Um, another one, Chioma, again from Sage Magazine. No, shout out to her, and, and I know she's been doing a lot of stuff with that as well. I, I've been loving her pieces too. Like I, I, I've been loving her pieces. So shout out to her. Shout out to Sage Magazine. Shout out to Peter J and Project Ninety Six. You know, that, that's that's it for me. Well, what about you, um, good sir? Me, I don't really do. I have anybody? Um, damn, I actually just had people while y'all was going, and it just like slipped my mind. But uh, when it comes to me, uh, I, I'll shout them out maybe in the middle of the episode. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, though. We mess around and be a part of another topic, and we'll just be like, oh, yeah, shout out. <laughs> 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 but it's all good, though. Um, moving into today's show, the first person of the show is dedicated to what many have felt were the quote-unquote unnecessary comments that we've seen in these three different situations involving Meek Mill, the baby... And Charlemagne and God. Uh, I think starting with Meek Mill, of course, going back to last week's episode, we were talking about the situation he had with a rainbow uh, hair wearing man that caused <laughs> a lot of reaction on the internet. Um, but this time around, Meek's uh, lyrics on a leaked song between him and Lil Baby has caught a lot, a lot of attention for the wrong reasons. Um, Meek throughout his song, and I have the lyrics. Obviously, talking that talk. I got dudes eating on me, and they never told me. I got dudes and they feelings about this money, and they really owe me. This girl I'm smashing always tell me that she loved me, but she never showed me. And of course, the line that came about, and I got the lyrics in my hand. Uh, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe. That line caused chaos. Uh, Meek defended himself after with a rebuttal of tweets. Of course, he showed on his Instagram a, a customized Dream Chaser hat with Kobe's signature. Um, fellas, the only thing I got for this, to be completely honest, was Meek. It was unnecessary all across the board, my brother. Uh, the bar wasn't even that hard to even... <laughs> make me think like, you know what, maybe I can let this slide. Like, I don't know why you said that, especially in a verse where you're talking about a chick and your homie's not really rocking with you. So why all of a sudden we got to go to 
if I'm ever caught lacking. Why is that? Why is there a gun bar after trust issues bars? Like I'm already struggling off of that. Secondly, whether it's a year removed or 20 years removed, you can't rap a bar like that about Kobe, son, or anybody that went out like that. That was impactful for us. And and lastly, just because some of those follow-up tweets you had was technically correct about internet today, that does not mean you are <laughs> excused <laughs> for that whack-ass, insensitive-ass bar. That's all I got. Wills, what you got? <coughs> Uh, I feel like uh, bro don't need bro need to learn how to uh, needs to learn how to read the room because uh, that bar it wasn't necessary it wasn't all that like I get where he was going but it's just like nah bro like Kobe passed away in a helicopter aka we call him choppers like we're nicknamed and you want to use like a chopper as a gun reference and then like going like it, it just wasn't right bro like it, I, I wasn't fucking with it like so it was just one of them one of them me meek be having a moment so it was, I just can't, it's a meek moment where he just like he don't read the room and I just like I know for a fact he didn't mean no harm because yeah, we yeah. know we know meek or whatever but it's just like Nah, bro. I, I wasn't feeling it. Like nobody was feeling it. Like it just, it wasn't right, bro. Like it, it I don't know. It was just, it was stupid. Like why would you even say that? Nigga could have said anything in the world. Yeah. And, then, and then he wanted to use the 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 little picture for a response. Like, bro, come on. Yeah. Ooh, you know how you were shouting out PRs? Uh -huh. Who the hell is his PR? Bears <laughs> <laughs> live nations. Nah, Bears Atlanta. I don't know, bro. They need to son. I don't, I don't know. Like niggas in the room in the studio wasn't like nah, bro. <laughs> that, that was yeah. yeah, yeah. Like honestly, yo, Will said everything I wanted to say, fam. Like everything. I I, I can't even like. There's no. It was unnecessary, you know. Um, like again, like obviously we know it's not coming from an ill place, a place of ill content. Like Meek was a was a Kobe fan, Kobe from Philly. I know Meek, no respect. You know what I mean? We, we all know that. We all understand that. Um, and I, again, like we we get where he was trying to go. You know, with the bar again, like Will said, chopper cop. You know, we, we get all that shit. But it's just like, fam, it, it wasn't the time. It's not it, like it's it's still too soon. And then, no matter, like you already said, too, no matter how long ago it is, it, time passes, it's still going to be too soon. Like, at the end of the day, you got to really think about who else is affected, not just you. Obviously, the family's going to hear that shit eventually. No, like, no, going out, no bars about going out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Kobe's kids are young. Like, Kobe's, like, Kobe's like 19 right now. Kobe's like, that's his oldest. But yeah, yeah. Like, she, like, she's probably, I probably already been on the clothes. Let's see if that song ever comes out. She's going to hear that shit. How you gonna feel like you don't realize that shit just don't affect only you? And the thing is, with the internet, truth is, folks can already hear it because yeah, at the leak, at the least. So what, it baffles, is me, what baffles me is just again, like it's it's honestly another thing, right? Because let's focus on just the lyrics. Let's just focus on the X and O's of just rapping, right? 
the overall theme I'm getting from just this verse already, from what I have on my phone, is loneliness. So I'm already looking at this bar. Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. All of this stuff you're talking about before, right? People eating off me. Folks in their feelings. Shorty talking about she loved me, and yet she never showed me. Why couldn't you just said, all right, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. I'm forever lonely. Something like that. <laughs> I'm just being real. Yeah, that, like I'm Man, forever lonely. You know, think the other two bars after. Bro, Ish, I can tell they ain't never know me because if they knew me, they would have never showed me. Where does Kobe fit? If, even if the Mamba was alive, where does Kobe fit in this scheme? That lonely couldn't have fit. He thought niggas was gonna feel that, honey. Yeah, I I feel disappointment. That's the only thing I felt. Like, like the way, I, yeah. Like I know Kobe, a legend. He made me, me think like, oh, you know what I mean. But yeah, it's I can't. I can't. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just wasn't right. As if you're not saying long live Kobe, rest in peace. Uh, I got a mindset like Kobe. Not, not yeah. like no negative bars should be associated with that man's name. Like ever. I don't even. He didn't even mean no wrong, but it just sounded bad, bro. But yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too, because like I, when I was hearing like uh, Joe Budden podcast speak about it, they was covering a lot of ground with it about like uh, you know Meek also came from a time where there was shock value bars and da 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 da. I'm thinking like, yo, don't use it as an excuse that a lot of y'all did that because the bar itself was still trash, bro. That by itself is trash. That's where that's where I was coming from. I said like he thought niggas was gonna feel that because he does come from like he, like that's how he spits. He comes from that era where niggas like shock value. Like ooh, that nigga said that ooh, that's fire. Man, he said that expecting us to be like ooh, that's hard. Like he wanted that to be a caption. Like he thought niggas was gonna use that as captions. Yeah, it picks. Like that's what he was like that shit, bro. Yeah, bro, it's 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 ridiculous, bro. Like, uh, but up besides that, um, again, unnecessary part two. I don't, I don't know why the the baby uses children as inspiration <laughs> to to mention JoJo Seaweed or JoJo Sawa. JoJo Siwa, yeah, yeah. Still confused on that. I've I've been yesterday and today. I'm like, why he this? No, I, I kind of get it. I kind of get the first of all. I'm, I'm coming from two different places. One, I'm kind of biased because look, my little sister. I've, I've been through her phase of JoJo Siwa stuff and her talking about JoJo Siwa twenty four seven. So I'm not gonna hold you. For me, like when I heard that bar, I was like, "Don't listen to JoJo Siwa." Obviously, but it's just when you when you gotta hear the same shit, deal with the same shit over and over and over again. Like as much as I love my sister, that that got annoying. But just aside, like for the second part, like I kind of understood the bar, like oh, I mean beforehand it was on some like oh, like you bitches see why uh, oh all, all you niggas is bitches I can see why, and then he said like something about Jojo Siwa, so I, I figured it out, Jojo niggas name Jonathan right yeah see why like that's how I kind of understood the punchline in honesty. Siwa is a trans. Marvin? Nah, she's um, nah, she's a seventeen year old girl. Yeah, 
That one I understood the ball more than I understood like the first like, we going back on me shit. I understand me line. This shit I understood the line, I understood the punchline for for the debate. And that's what I'm saying too. It's like why that when you could have clearly said C Y. Like how hard is it to rap sometimes, bro? Like why? Like why were you so hell bent on the seat? Why, bro? He's he's a niggas kid. Was, he thought niggas was gonna feel that. Yeah, she's a kid. I, I, I just, bro, I think I'm on, I'm on, I might be different from you guys in the fence that like that shit. I don't really care about this particular one. And again, I think I told you I'm biased. I don't really. I've dealt with the whole Georgia Sea watching for a long time. So every time I hear that name, I get annoyed. So I, just, <laughs> I get, I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, I'm biased on that shit. I got the lyrics too, and I, I remember hearing back the clip, seeing where he was coming from. But again, it's just why? why? Like, I think the previous bar was better for that reference. Like, oh, that's clever. Yeah, see why, see why. Uh, uh-huh. But to follow it up again, like, nah, you were. Jumps of CY. Like, what? Like, what are we? <laughs> no, no, like, no, you're really that. Like, JoJo. <laughs> I want to reconfirm what I said the previous bar. <laughs> that's why, yo, that's why we said it last week in the show. Like, we wouldn't spend $300,000 if our life depended on it for the baby feature. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's like, yo, bro. <laughs> And that's why folks wonder why I love R and B. They never put me through this with the lyrics. They never put me through this, son. <laughs> never put me through this, son. Yeah. The, the fact you followed up again to reconfirm, like, no, I'm gonna drive it home. Nah, sometimes you gotta let these niggas know. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta add the extra oomph to it, like, yo, yeah, you thought you, yo, you got to spend before. Now you really that, but nah, let me stop. <laughs> got a big foot problem, cop. Go using big words like I'm Ti. What? Don't want to get me started. Tell me, yep, it's gonna see why. You had to go into JoJo after. <laughs> All right, whatever. Right. Right. We got it, bro. Right. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go, Let's let's go. That that uh, Kirk said. All right, you got it. Nigga, not even calling. He's like, he calling him the baby no more. He's calling him Kirk. Calling him the baby name. Kurt. The only man, no. only name I ever say no. with much respect will be Kurt Angle. That's the only one. He don't, questionable. He, what are you about to say, Will? He don't. He don't with uh those people he put on no more the rip quotes for the videos. Because remember, I told you I kind of fell back off of him. Mm. But uh, I think yesterday or today I was. I said after I watched that, that freestyle, I started watching like some videos I haven't seen of him, and it wasn't directed by Real Goats. It was like directed by some shit called Gemini Vision, mm. and I know Real Goats is the people that like he put on. Those was like his video girl, like directors, and like I know they got like super lit after him. So I don't know. It's just something I peeped. I actually haven't lost any of his videos in a minute, so I got to check that out now. Now I'm not gonna lie, that that surprised me. I see he, every almost every video I seen of that nigga, he always used real goals. Yeah, so that's surprising. Even if it's a freestyle, that's why I was like, huh? So I, when I watched this video, I seen it. It said Gemini Vision, so I'm like, okay. So I went to the video before that. It said Gemini Vision. Then I went to the video before that. It said Gemini Vision. And I was like, 
Damn, maybe they just see the names or something? I gotta find that shit out. That's interesting. I'm curious about that for real. I guess you two have to see why. Thanks for the material, buddy. Uh, for, the, for the last portion of unnecessary comments, we go to Shala. Uh, throughout a, a, a in an interview that uh, Charlemagne had with, um, I'm gonna say Daniel K because I don't want to butcher the brother's name, but you know him from Get Out, from a whole bunch of dope movies and stuff he's been doing. Um, throughout the conversation, of course, I was on the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne asked him if uh, his co-star Lakeith Stanfeld's role as FBI, FBI informant William O'Neill made him look at him any differently because of how well he played the role. Uh, Daniel Kay, and this article is by Hip Hop DX, salute to Hip Hop DX. Um, Daniel Kay, who was acutely aware of their past, a- asked Charlemagne if the question had anything to do with their bad blood, to which he replied, no, I've never had an issue with him. I do feel like he was born to play this role, though. Lakeith in a in a pair of uh, deleted IG posts said, "Hoes, this is what hoes do: get sunned by the reality. Get off me, bro. You a lame. Daniel and an idiot. Leave me be, dog, and find somebody else." And then he followed up with, "It's a fact that a lot of these platforms are usually or tend to be feeding." grounds for negative reinforcement towards black nonconformists. They bolster folks' reality and hold a white supremacist scope over black men and women, often highlighting negative attributes and downplaying mind expanding ones. They serve as bottomless coward uh, assumption pits and digital audio or otherwise uh, mentality museums. Fellas, how we feel? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Charlemagne was being a little petty with the whole, uh, I just feel like he was born to play this role. Like, yeah. <laughs> a nigga was born to play a snitch. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's that's the one for me. Like, if, if Charlemagne would have just stopped it at, like, oh, do you feel any differently now about, you know, uh, the, uh, like, uh, about Lakeith Stan, uh, about Lakeith after how well he played the role? That's different. You feel me? Cause that I I, I, I respect Daniel. Was asking like, yo, it's any beach, but at least when you ask, when you ask, is that I heard as like, yo, he played that role very well. Does that make you think like, damn, what did you do? You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that, that that's fine. But when you go ahead and they add a, the 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 shit up like, oh, I think it was born to play it though. Now, yeah. now you now that's that's you feeling the light. Yeah, that's kind of, he kept it as like, nah, we don't have problems. That he did a good job playing that role. He killed it or whatever. Yeah, that's all he had to say. The whole oh, I feel like he was born to play that role. Like, bro, like that's being petty. You know what you're doing, man. Exactly. Like he and if anybody knows what they're doing, it's Charlemagne. Charlemagne knows what he's doing. If anybody knows, it's that nigga right there. So that 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 should just that that's that's just shameful. That's nasty. And apparently they've had a back and forth that started in November of 2016 after Lakeith claimed outlets such as The Shade Room, The Breakfast Club, and World Star are anti-black. And that's when Charlemagne called him a, a donkey of the day, in which Lakeith fired back with a disc record called Automatic. <laughs> I got to lie. I remember that shit. That shit was trash. <laughs> I think I do remember that shit, too. <laughs> 
You gotta love hip hop, don't you? You gotta love the culture. <laughs> but thanks for the unnecessariness, fellas. Uh, let's try to not do that again. On a brighter <laughs> scope, on a brighter scope, and this is really, really dope. Shout out to Sean G. Um, Sean G, in which let me get the right title for him. Sean G is the president of Live Nation Urban and runs Maverick, a management company that uh, handles clients like the Ruth and Jill Scott. Um, this brother's really impressive, man. And recently it was announced that he is launching a new live streaming service called Blackstream Live in partnership with Twitch on February 26th. Uh, the network will feature live streaming concerts, podcasts, jam sessions, conversations, and other content from Black creators. Um, Quest Love is a business partner for this, so that's really, really dope. Along oh, with uh, Tariq Trowder of The Roots. So, wow, The Roots being a part of this is really dope. Uh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy about this. Uh, it's, it's dope that, you know, either doing a whole typical, oh, allow more Black voices to be heard is platforms for us. And as I read this uh, press release and I see things about, you know, making sure Black voices are properly compensated, that there's legitimate ownership, that they're understanding having a legitimate stake in the creative IP, and also being upfront on a platform such as Twitch. Um, I just find it to be really, really dope, man. And I hope that they do it right. And really, I hope that it's just wide ranging, the sort of people that we see. Like, I hope there's a legitimate range between them. Yes, you get the higher ups and the folks who are legitimate, but also get some up and comers, man. Like if folks really want to push the culture forward and folks really want to keep things fresh, learn to get new voices and new faces to really help push things forward. Like you already know, especially when you're a guy like Sean that has Quest Love and the Roots involved and you're a part of Live Nation, we already know you're going to get whoever you want, especially with Twitch on the deck. But that's a perfect opportunity to breed you know, new talent and much more. But um, that's all I got, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this and salute to Sean and his team for making Black Stream Live happen on Twitch. No, I'm excited too. I, I honestly, I think you you hit the nail on the head with about the uh, the new talent situation. Yeah, lot, I was going to say the same shit. Like, yeah, because a lot of times niggas be saying like, "Oh no, we need a platform for this, we need a platform for that," right? And then they get on, they do they, and they may say they make the platform. A lot of times it's just like, "Oh nah, it's niggas I fuck with." That's it's oh, they don't always going to be the platform niggas I fuck with, or it's just on some shit where it's like, "Oh nah, these are the big names. There's one these big names on that platform." And they'd be good to take the same shit, the same shit, no different. So honestly, if he's able to, like, like you said, bring in new people, new faces, new names, and and I, and, I, and again, it's you are starting a new network, so it's okay to have maybe like that flagship there, maybe above of like you know some noticeable people, of some noticeable people, some famous people. You know what I mean? Just so that you know you got eyes on it, people are paying attention to y'all. By the same time, yes, you got that flagship, but make sure that flagship is highlighting everything else around it too. Which is those new faces, those new that new energy. So, if he's able to do that, I would love it, man. I, it, it seems perfect, especially on something like Twitch. Yeah, in fact. I mean, y'all both said everything I would say. No, nah, for I'm really happy to see that, man. So, salute to them. I'm really interested in seeing how it goes, and for some news that will shake things up if it actually actually happens. Rowdy Rebel. 
has been saying for goddamn days now, like, look, Bobby is coming home. He's even been saying he wasn't going to miss another summer jam. Because uh, apparently the conditional release date for Bobby was February 23rd. Even though some people have been saying that on his papers, he's still due for December of 2021 release. Um, just know, listeners of the Foresight Podcast, even when Bobby is out, and let's say it is this week, I will not stop saying my classic ending because that's in tribute to them and that's in tribute to all the homies that are up in, in, in the cell. So that's yes, going. But um yes, sir. But but Wills, in the event that Bobby is home and we're looking at this rest of the year musically, how he's moving, what are what are your expectations for for the ah 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 man missing legend? Um I want to say, I mean, if he comes out now, February, um, I mean, I, I want to say I give him like a few good singles. I don't know about a project. If he does come out with a project, I would make uh, probably be like in the summer. It would probably be like a mixtape or something, not yeah. an album. Um, I mean, I feel like it, I don't know. I mean, he. I hope it's fire. We'll we'll see like what he put. I know he's gonna drop some heat. I mean he he left on a high note. It's not like he left on some like oh Bobby's trash. Like he he left like when he was getting too hot. So yeah. I feel like he was probably in there still cooking up. We didn't really get to hear him like how we heard Rowdy on the uh, pop the, the the pop joint when Rowdy was still mm-hmm. in jail. And yeah. heard the verse, so we knew Rowdy still had it like. Okay, that verse was fire, but we didn't really get, we haven't heard Bobby. So it's just like, I'm more excited just to hear. I just want to hear him, especially with this whole like new drill beat and shit. Like these beats is fire. I just want to hear what he could cook up to this shit. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, especially like I'm still, I'm still hype off this whole Jesse Owens track with, with, uh, <laughs> with fucking Rowdy and Nav. I'm watching that shit every day, like getting hype. So, I'm just ready to hear him, man. I just hope he got some fire. I know he's gonna have the features. The features is gonna come crazy because everybody loving him. Yeah, like, that's a fact, man. Honestly, the, the same shit as Bills, man. Like, yo, I'm excited, bro. I'm really excited. You know, it, it just it, it feels good to have him come back. Like the shit I'm expecting from him, honestly. Um, I obviously, you know, I hope you get that first day backtrack. And honestly, yeah, I, hope, yeah, I, hope, I hope that first day y'all yeah, fired. Please do not take as long as Roddy did. Like, I fuss with Rebound Heavy still. I fuss, but like, yo, please don't take as long as Roddy did to drop that shit for him. I, fu- I fuck with Reroute, but I just don't like that it was presented by Funk Flex. No disrespect to Funk Flex and nothing, but like, I just don't understand why he just didn't drop that himself. Yeah, you know, you're not, you're not alone with that. You're not alone with that. But hey, I'm not mad at it though, because Roddy home. Roddy home, that's, that's all I care about. He does some music, but at the same time, man, yo, Bobby, if you do, don't 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 join the Fun Flex rock, please. Like this, drop it on SoundCloud or something. Like I I don't care. Something SoundCloud, Audio Mac. Shout out to all people the Audio Mac, you know. But of course, of course. <laughs> that's a, that's about it. Like, but I really just want to see Bobby. I need to hear that first day out um, track. I need to hear that. And honestly, like you said, I just want to see if he still got it. Like I know he still do. But I just want to see, you know what I mean? Just see if he still got it. So I want to hand over these Joe Beats too. And honestly, my my true expectation is that come summertime, man, I got the vaccine on my system. I'm gonna be out here wilding. 
But Bobby and Roddy being a soundtrack to my summer, as they should have been all these years ago. You feel me? <laughs> nah, I mean honestly, I'm on the same boat as you guys. I, I I think I'm I'm going to give Bobby until the summer to get right. Like first, I really want him to be comfortable. Like I think that's the thing. Yeah. I feel like you know, cats sort of kind of rush Roddy back into the mix really fast, and I get it. But it's like, yo, this dude's been away for six or seven years. Like, mm-hmm. get him settled in because it's still very much. There's a different rap scene in New York. It's a different rap scene across the nation. Mm-hmm. So let him get settled in. Make sure you're actually doing the right things around him. And then, yeah, I'll definitely give him, you know, till the summer to see how the music's looking like, to see how he's moving. Yeah. Um, I think off the top, like I definitely need him and Fabi together on a record. Uh, him and Chef G, um, my guy Gusty Low Kane. I need to see that happen. That's a fact. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see Bobby get it in with the younger guys who's been helping to, you know, keep that sort of movement or energy afloat in New York. I that's think that's really, really dope. Like I think that'll be really, really dope. I know, like, that's even to add to your point. I know you said something about, um, about the same name getting settled, you know, like, I, you know, something I think a big shit that helped Rowdy in his situation was, um, I, and I didn't even know at the time it was Freddy, the um, Freddy, uh, uh, Luciano, because I didn't even know they were brothers, but knowing that they're brothers, now I was like, okay, Freddy's already been popping, like, wow, you know, Rowdy was gone, right? He's really been in the mix of everything. He knows how shit's in the streets already, he knows how shit is in the music scene already, so. I think Roddy having him just to really must be like got him, let him know the, the ropes and everything, because you know he, he let that he had that happen. I feel that kind of helped maybe transition Roddy a little bit quicker into into his movements. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, like you said, let him let it get time to settle in, and I think he will get that. But I feel because of who he's around and the fact that he, the, the people that he was hanging with back home was still out here moving. I think he's, he's still going to be able to get enough time to relax it at the same time, get his information. He really needs to know how to move. You know what I mean? I think he's going to be able to get all that stuff, too. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with all of that good stuff. Fellas, thank you once again for a great show. And, folks, that is episode 147 of the Foresight Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for showing your love, for rocking with us, man, as we talk our talk, play some good vibes, and then have our laughs. Um, follow us on social media at the Foresight Company. Visit the uh, website foresightny.com. Always stay in tune with what we got going on because we always bring it to your doorstep. So all you got to do is open the door so you can see why. Free the guys up top, <laughs> free the guys down low. You already know how we rocking, man. I, 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 I,